Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is JJ Hernandez, and joining us on the show today is a very special guest. It is the one and only Josh Carney with CrossFit McAllister. Josh, what is going on today? Happy Wednesday, man. How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, same old, same old, really. Actually, it's, it's been a busy week, uh, but I'm glad to be a part of this uh, podcast today. So I'm there looking forward go. to it. There we go. I mean, look, hey, I mean, busy is a good thing in this industry, am I right? You can't really that's, complain with that. That's right. Uh, yeah, I like being I busy. It. I love it. And so, you know, um, we definitely want to give you the floor here just to start and, and we give you an opportunity to go ahead and just give us a, a little description of, of how you would explain CrossFit McAllister, right? Like if I came in, I'm a new member or maybe I just want to know more information. How would you explain to me what is CrossFit McAllister? Yeah, so CrossFit McAllister, obviously by the name, we uh, we teach a CrossFit uh, methodology. So we have CrossFit classes throughout the day. Um, we also have uh, specific classes. So I do a CrossFit Kids um, class. Uh, we also do a CrossFit Masters class, um, which is for the older individuals or new newer individuals who are kind of stepping into CrossFit. Um, I also teach um, a boxing class for uh, Parkinson's um, the people who are diagnosed with Parkinson's, which is a really cool class as well. And we're about to start um, another uh, boxing class uh, for uh, any individual as well. Um, of course, uh, this is uh, the summertime, so I'm getting a lot of sports teams and athletes. Uh, I, I can do a sports-specific uh, training as well. Uh, yeah, it is a CrossFit gym, but anything fitness-related, um, we're all about it. So, yeah, it's yeah. a CrossFit McAllister. I love that. I love that. And to start with the bare bones basics here, Joshua, you know, um, how many members are you, are you just CrossFit McAllister serving currently? Yeah. So we're uh, around 150 um, members, um, give or take. Of course, summer is always a little bit busy. So we might be a little bit more than that right now. Um, yeah. But the last time I checked, it was around that 150 mark. And that's where we usually fluctuate, fluctuate around. Yeah. Great number. Great number, by the way. And I think, um, Obviously, I think it's hard to kind of put a number on here, but I like to get an estimate from you guys. I always, I always ask this, right. kind of like a, a curveball here, but um, you know, uh, if let's say leads, traffic, clients, all these things run limited here, let's say endless amounts of numbers here coming in every day, what's your maximum capacity? I mean, how much more can you handle on other than that one fifty? Right, you know, it's been a blessing because we moved into a new uh, a new building. When we our first building was pretty small, um, and we grew out of it pretty quick, pretty soon, and we uh, moved into another building that's a lot bigger. Um, I'd like to be around a two hundred mark. Um, we can do that pretty comfortably, and honestly, if we were around two fifty, I think we could do that as well. We would just have to be uh, a little bit more strategic on um, class sizes and how we did all that and everything. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that you understand that, right? I think that's that's the biggest thing. I mean, you have to know where you want to be and where you can be realistically, right? Because what you want to be could be totally different than what you could actually handle. So I think right. you understand that, Joshua. So that's great. And so getting people through the door, you know, what's worked well for you guys? I mean, I think there's, I mean, a hundred and so clients here. I mean, that's a lot. And so right. what's been that best method to get them through the door? Yeah, you know, of course, uh, you know, there's all kinds of different ways nowadays, which is, you know, a, a cool thing about, you know, just uh, all the uh, technology and, of course, you know, social media and everything like that. But when it comes down to it, uh, word of mouth goes a long ways. Um, you know, uh, I'm not in a huge city. So whenever uh, there is success stories, you know, people see it, people talk about it. Um, I would say that's usually the best way. Um to get people into the door. Um, and, uh, you know, the thing is, that's the hardest part is just stepping in stepping inside the doors. And once they get in there, I usually have a pretty good retention rate. Um, once they step in, it's just, yeah, just getting them in there um, is, uh, is the hardest first step. Um, but yeah, word of mouth. And of course, man, social media goes a long way. Um, yeah. It's a, it's, it's a good tool for everyone. Yeah, completely. And I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I think, it's always an asset because especially with when COVID hit, I mean, it was like we all kind of underestimated the, the resource that we did have and forced to get on there eventually. Right. And, right. and, it, and, and it's, it's left its mark. So I love that. Josh. love the versatility. And so, you know, 
for you guys, right? I mean, again, uh, I know you have a six-man team behind you as well. Um, and six other people working with you, but uh, and, and not so sure because they can. I know you said you're more of the head coach and whatnot, but not sure if you have your hand here in, in this side of things. But how do you guys track? I mean, how do you track these numbers, these people? I mean, it's a lot of people. How do you manage that? Yeah, so uh, we have um, oh, I, it's it's a computer system. Um, I'm not real sure like the exact word, but it's called a Wattify. All right. Oh yeah, yeah and so. Yeah, so the Wattify um, is an app for my athletes who can check out the workout of the day and check into class and everything like that. But on the, on the admin side, um, I can put in my workouts that way. And also there's a lot of tools to where I can track if, you know, uh, the attendance on the athlete, if uh, they've been paying their membership. Um, and this, um, there's a whole bunch of tracking tools through the Wattify. I use Wattify a lot every single day. So it's a really good um platform for a you know it's 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 built for crossfit affiliates um but i I would bet um even if you're not a crossfit affiliate it'd be a really good tool as well um we pay a little bit more uh, for the wattify um um tracking program um but it's definitely well worth it for sure yeah completely and i i couldn't agree with you anymore i think and look we as fitness professionals we track our body fat our macros how much weight is on the bar and i think it's only necessary to track those numbers as well. It's like, you can't undermine it, you know, just right. the other numbers that we do track. So I love that. I love that as an emphasis, an emphasis for you. And right. so, you know, last two questions for you here, Josh, my two favorite questions, um, you know, what's the bigger picture for you? What are you trying to accomplish long-term? Yeah. You know, um, here again, we, um, I don't live in a huge city. Um, I think we're probably around 20,000 people, maybe, maybe a little bit more right now. Um, so it's not huge, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of people that that can be helped, you know? Um, and of course, any, um, gym owner is going to tell you that they want more members. Um, and sure, you know, making money is great. You know, you, you gotta pay the bills, but, um, when it comes down to it, you know, I, my main thing is just helping people and make sure that they uh, get fit and live a health, healthy lifestyle. Um, and um, that said, whenever I, whenever I go into my work, that's, that's my main thing. You know, um, it, my main thing is not like, Oh, how am I going to make money here and make money there? That's going to come. Um, but uh, yeah, just uh, being able to help more people. But uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, like I said, I, we could get to that 250. 250 people um comfortably and um you know even uh, if that means we get another building or expand um that's definitely possible um but yeah as of right now um yeah to, to grow and to make uh, the community um a lot more healthy um just because a lot of people need help you know yeah. um and you know if you are working on your your health and your lifestyle man that's gonna um go to different areas of your life as well. So, um, yeah, I think, uh, that's very important, especially for the city of McAllister. Yeah. I love that. I love it. I love it. You know, exact direction you want to go in. It's like, it's a clear, crazy picture. It's not like a guessing game. It's really more just like a execution game, right. And how you're going to get there. So I right. love that. And one last question for you here, Josh, you know, uh, I like to word it a little differently. So bear with me here and hope you understand what I mean, but, uh, you know, okay. you go back in time, to when you first started the gym, sit yourself down with the knowledge you know now and give yourself that one piece of advice that you think you really needed to hear when you first started the gym. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, the thing is I started uh, or I was part of um, starting the CrossFit gym when I was pretty young. I was, uh, I was 24 years old. Um, and so I was pretty young when I, when I did it. Um, and honestly, I didn't know really anything about um opening a business, running a business or really anything. Um, <clears throat> but if I was to do it all over again, which I wouldn't, cause I've loved every single second of it, <clears throat> the highs and lows and everything, but I'd probably try to be a little bit more uh, savvy with uh, the business stuff and the financials and everything like that. I am pretty good with numbers, but when it comes to just like, just like taxes and just like, uh, any kind of like financial stuff, uh, man, it's a, it's a foreign language if you don't know what you're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, it really is. It, it, it's tough. Um, fortunately I've had help, um, in, um, uh, in that area. Um, I've learned a lot, 
um, as a CrossFit um, athlete and a CrossFit coach, um, I'm uh, I'm pretty good at it. You know, of course, you know it, it's it's a love of mine, so I, I continually want to get better. But as a a business and financial person at the start, I, I wasn't great at it um, at all. Um, but that's just uh, you know one of the things of owning a business. You know, uh, there's a lot of moving parts that people don't realize what's going on. And uh, yeah, it's a, it can be stressors, but at the same time, it's learning opportunities and it just makes you better, you know? Um, I've learned a lot um, being a, a business owner, not just through, you know, just business stuff or financial stuff, but, you know, things need to be fixed. Hey, you know, you, you gotta learn how to fix it one way or another, even if that means asking for help, you know? Ask for help all the time. And that's the cool thing about my community. Um, there's someone who does everything. And um, if I need help, hey, I, that's just a phone call away, which is a really cool thing about my community as well. So, yeah. There we go. Josh, that was the mic drop of an answer there. Way to close it out. Like, it's a good place to wrap <laughs> things up on this episode. But before we sign out, you know, please shout out your Instagram, Facebook, website, anything you have. Where can people find out more about you and the gym? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, of course, uh, the Cross uh, McAllister, um, it's uh, Cross McAllister on Instagram. It's also Cross McAllister on Facebook. And, of course, uh, if you want to look us up uh, through uh, the website, it's crossmcallister.com. Uh, of course, uh, if you don't want to look me up, I'm CrossFit Carney um, on Instagram and Josh Carney on Facebook. Um, I, I share a lot of the best stuff as well. Um, but, yeah, check us out. Check me out. Um, We'd, uh, we'd like to have as many uh, likes and uh, followers and just a whole bunch of uh, just love as possible. There we go. There we go. Josh, we absolutely appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast and look forward to seeing what you can accomplish down the road. If you don't mind sticking around for one second, just so I can let you know how you're going to get the podcast, I'd appreciate it, Josh. Okay. All right. Awesome. Yeah. And to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit that like and subscribe button. And if you want to come in, join us, talk about your fitness business, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you very, very soon. And as always, till next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, Head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I will be your host today. My name is Brooke. Joining me on the show is Kat from Bungie Fit in Nottingham, United Kingdom. Welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm great. Excited to have you here to learn more about what you do at your facility. Before we really dive in too fast, tell me what it was that made you decide to become a gym owner um and run bungee fit um i i come from an aerial background i was in the competitive aerial industry for about 10 years um so uh, it, it was a little bit of a, a change from my original uh career i'm a doctor of psychology um but in the recession the first recession in england um i decided to do a career change and turn my passion of Ariel into uh, a career, a job, uh, a, a business. And um, yeah, we've expanded three times since then. Um, and then in 2018, um, I went from teaching kind of uh, pole fitness, aerial hoop, acrobatics into the aerial bungee um, domain. And, um, and yeah, it's, it's great. It was something new and exciting and we were the first in our area to do it. So yeah. And um, so now you've been doing this for, for a little while. It was something that was kind of new and exciting for the area. For our listeners, kind of give us that elevator pitch. Tell us what Bungie Fit is, what services you have to provide at your facility, and really just paint a picture for us. So um, Aerial Bungie is... Uh, we basically attach you to a piece of elastic and let you fly. <laughs> it's a dance-based class, but in the air. Um, so 
the great thing about uh, bungee fit and aerial bungee in general is because of the elastic nature of the equipment, it takes the impacts out of the joints. So you can do a high intensity workout without having it be high impact. So it's open to people with kind of ongoing uh, issues, um, medical issues like um, arthritis um, or knee injuries, hip injuries. We've had people um, with uh, prosthetic limbs, um, it's also a great sensory workout for people with um, learning uh, difficulties. So um, it kind of really opens up the exercise market to, to more people. And I think that was always our goal was, was to make exercise accessible. Yeah, and I think it's something that not a lot of there are many people in the world who feel like they can't find their space in the exercise community because they might get bored in a normal gym or maybe they don't feel comfortable working out with equipment, um, barbells, things like that. And so this is a more approachable way to get people involved in the fitness industry. Um, and so, you know, you, it sounds like you're doing this in, in a class format. Is that right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Most of the time, uh, we, we have timetable classes multiple times a day, seven days a week. Um, and we have different levels. So you could do a beginner's one, improvers, an advanced one. We do like hit training. Um, we do choreographed dance classes. Um, so a little bit of everything. But we also do offer it as more of a one-to-one -one basis. You can use the equipment more as a personal training stance um, or maybe a party, uh, a birthday party, hen party, etc. So um, yeah, it, it kind of opens it up to a little bit of everything. Okay, cool. So how does the membership work to the gym? Are people paying for a monthly reoccurring membership or do they pay per class? Uh, either or. So we offer uh, um, either option. We have an online booking system. Um, so it does mean that um, A, we are guaranteed our money um, because uh, in the past, I mean, you know, a decade ago when we used to take walk-ins and stuff in our aerial classes, you'd always get those hot days. Like today, it's 40 degrees in, in Nottingham in England and um, you'd have a book class and then you wouldn't have anyone turn up. So our online booking system does mean um, that we get that guaranteed income, but it also means that we can set up the equipment prior to people arriving. Um, so uh, the equipment is uh, weight specific um, and uh, we don't ask people to weigh themselves in the class um, just we don't want to create any kind of stigma around a weight or body image um, but it means that they can come in and their equipment's already ready for them and now that doesn't matter whether you are paper class or membership um, that happens either way um, it is if, if bungee, aerial bungee is something that you're going to do more than once a week, then it is um, more affordable to do it via a membership. Um, so we offer both options. Okay. And what would you say is more popular? Do you have most people that join you on a monthly reoccurring membership? Or do you kind of find that it's something that people just do here and there in addition to their other fitness routine? Um, people generally start with just giving it a go. Um, and I suppose uh, the great thing for us is that we see those people over time turn into members um, because it is a fun and very addictive workout. Um, we do include in some of our membership options, our sister studio as well. So if, for example, they want to do pole fitness, aerial hoop, as well as doing um, aerial bungee, then they have that as a membership option. And, and that means that they could have unlimited access to all of our studios um, and uh, it means that, again, we get a, a guaranteed monthly income. Okay, cool. How many members do you guys have right now within the Bungie Fit studio? Uh, so on our system, when I last checked, we have 2,000 on our membership. Um, it's only a 1,500 square foot room. So um, obviously we don't have 2,000 in every day. <laughs> we have 12 people in each session. Um, but yeah, the last time I checked on our booking system, we've got 2,000 uh, registered members. Okay, so when you say you have 2,000 registered members, are those 2,000 people that are paying you monthly or how do you consider them a member? Uh, so when they... Uh, book a session whether that be just a one-off or a membership they have to create a member profile um, so that's where the the grand total of 2000 comes uh, about 50 percent of those are on a monthly 
rolling. Now that could, depending on which membership they've got, that could go anything from £30 a month to £95 a month. Okay. So realistically, you have about a thousand active members, you would say. On a membership. Yeah, yeah, correct. Okay, cool. So um, is a thousand members active a comfortable spot for you guys or, or are you looking to grow your community, continue to welcome in new members? Uh, we are always, always welcoming of, of new members and we're also looking to grow our studio, both uh, the headquarters that we have in Nottingham and also the studios that we, we have uh, elsewhere in the UK. Um, but we are, and we never turn people away. You're always welcome. We can get you in because you can book kind of as far in advance as you like. Um, we'll never turn, turn anyone away. Um, and what we do with a lot of our profits is we reinvest them back into the studio to buy bigger, better equipment, nicer spaces. So it's not like someone sitting at the end with a, with a pot of gold. <laughs> right, right. And I think that it's good that we are putting some of the money in, back into the business. But I think a lot, you know, a lot of times gym owners are not giving themselves enough credit. Most gym owners don't even pay themselves. So like, it's okay if you take a little bit of the money you've earned, you've earned it, you've worked hard. Um, so what are some of the things that you are doing to aid the growth process to continue to grow your community? Because it sounds like that is a goal for you. Um, walk me through some of the things that you have tried to get new members. Uh, I mean, way back when, and like pre-COVID, we would do um, voucher systems uh, with people like um, Groupon and, and Woucher, Living Social. I don't know if you have uh, equivalents um, in, in the US. Um, we don't do that anymore. Um, a, we don't need to, because you don't, you really don't earn any money from it. It's really just a marketing scheme. Um, and B, when COVID hit, we and pretty much every other studio in the UK put their prices up a bit and it just wasn't economically viable to do that. But what we do uh, continue to do is have really good ties with our media. So um, we have, uh, or I personally have very close ties with um, our BBC um, television uh, broadcasting and radio and our local papers um, and uh, national papers as well for the UK. So um, it, it's a very much a, a mutual um, kind of contribution. So when the media has something that there's to do with the fitness industry, I'll always get a call and say, oh, we've got this debate show going on. Will you come on for us? And I'll say, yeah, no problems. And the next time I've got a new promotional event, I'll give them a call and say, hey, guys, I've got this new promo. And they'll go, yeah, sure, we'll come cover it for you. So um, we've managed to do a lot of our marketing without a lot of um, kind of monetary outlay. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, you know, it really is a relationship building business in this industry. And so it sounds like you've done a great job, you know, building relationships and something that you didn't really touch on too heavily here, which I've seen a lot of gym owners benefiting from, especially the past few years, is digital platforms, Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, places like that. Have you guys utilized those to grow your clientele as well? Yeah, so we um, we have both Facebook and Instagram accounts, and we've also done as well as the kind of the, the kind of free marketing. We've done some promotional paid stuff on Facebook, and that actually is really successful. Um, and I think it's because our business is still quite unique um, within within the UK within the area, so it gets a lot of attention from it. So the paid Facebook um, events that we do are, are, are really worth it. Uh, we don't yet have a TikTok. Um, I, I am thinking about trying to get somebody in to do that. So um, I am not personally super awesome on um, social media. I have kind of um, two businesses, two manufacturing lines, two other jobs, two children. <laughs> and I just don't, I don't have the time and there's a part of me that thinks I'm just slightly too old and past it now to, to know TikTok, but uh, everyone keeps telling me that it's the way to go, like it's the way to advertise. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely beneficial. Um, and I think Facebook and Instagram are just as beneficial, um, especially when we are using that paid advertising kind of platform on those uh, platforms, because we can reach more people. Um, it's it's more targeted. We can get the clients that we want. People who don't know that we exist are going to see us 
if we utilize those. Um, and so it sounds like that's something that has been beneficial for you. And I'm sure that as you continue to grow, it will be as well. Um, I had a question for you and, and I think our listeners can learn a lot from this by talking about not only the good things, but the challenges as well. So what would you say is your biggest bottleneck or challenge right now? And what are you doing to kind of overcome that? Um, so right now, so right now, right now, um, uh, we're having a, um, a heat wave in England and it is very rare and we're just not used to dealing with the heat in this country and everything's shut down. So unfortunately, we don't have air conditioning. Um, it's something that we've looked into in the past, but honestly, we, it, we can't normally um, warrant it. So at the moment, our biggest struggle is that it's too hot in the studio, especially with a cardio um, based exercise. Um, so I think in general, uh, with most gyms and most um, activities out there, your, your biggest hurdle is just getting people to come back again. So getting um, clients that kind of come back again and again. And a lot of that we've used uh, feedback, customer feedback, because some of our best advertising is our reviews. Um, we've used uh, Google reviews um, and uh, the reviews through our own website as well. Uh, we are number one in Google when people search for us. Um, and we've both uh, allowed people to do that off their own back. Um, also our booking system gives people an automatic email when they've come to the class saying, thanks for attending. Would you like to give us some feedback? But we've also run competitions as well. So um, we've said, you know, if you give us some good feedback or, you know, honest feedback, um, then we'll put you in a draw this week to get a free session. Um, and we've done that on Instagram and Facebook um, and through our own website as well. So, uh, yeah, I think one of the biggest things is, is just trying to get clients to come back and back and back. Um, obviously, the biggest thing most recently um, in times is COVID. I mean, I think that applies to everyone. Um, like it was a make or break for a lot of the fitness industry. I know that a lot of the small gyms around us didn't survive um, because we were shut for almost two years. Um, and the, the thing with aerial bungee is that although the rigging points are technically six foot apart, so that's COVID secure, it's such a dynamic sport that all you need is one person not to be in sync with anyone else. And you've broken that that um, safe distance. So our biggest worry was whether we were going to be able to pick things up again after after COVID. But fingers crossed, touch wood, we seem to be on our way back up again. So, yeah, really good. Um, you kind of touched on the piece of, you know, the challenge of getting people to come back time and time again. Um, what are some of the things that you feel like you could improve on to help with that retention piece? Um, I think that making it as personal as possible. So we do try very much like customer service is a massive thing for us. Um, but as I said, um, although I run these businesses and I do do some hands-on teaching, I don't personally have time to go to every individual person. So um, I do have uh, an assistant that, and we are working on trying to make things as personal as possible and um, customer, customer satisfaction. We, the, the bigger the um, database grows of, of clients, though, it gets harder and harder. So I suppose we're just trying to work out with our marketing the best way to make people feel like they're not just a number, that they are, they are a person and they are valued within our business. Yeah, definitely. I think that does make a huge difference when it comes to retention. Our members really want to feel valued. That's what's going to help them say, stay. They also want to feel like they are getting enough for what they are paying for. Um, another thing with retention is like, you know, you're giving people right now to pay a monthly reoccurring membership or kind of pay as they go. And when we give people the option to kind of pay as they go, take a class here or there, I mean, it's good for, for them, like, I guess, commitment wise, but in a way we're doing them a disservice because we're not telling them like, Hey, you need to come in three times a week to reach your goals. Right. Um, you can just come, they can just come whenever they want. And then um, maybe they're only coming once a week and they're getting frustrated because they're not reaching their fitness goals. They're not feeling better about themselves. 
And so when we have people on a monthly recurring membership, it usually helps with that retention piece a little bit. Um, do you try to get most of your members on a reoccurring at some point, or do you just like leave it up to them to decide what's best for them? Honestly, we don't tend to push it um, because of the massive diversity of um, people, ages, abilities, disabilities. Um, there are some people that that do massively benefit from um, our monthly membership, people that really want to kind of hit fitness goals and they're doing it to lose weight or to shape up or um, to, to really excel in this new sport. But there are also some people that are 80 something years old. Um, and there are some people that um, have severe disabilities um, or um, severe learning needs. And once is enough a week and then maybe in three months time twice a week will be great um and then they kind of build up from there what we don't want to do is almost alienate people on the other ends of the scale and go hey dude if you don't come like three times a week you're just not going to get anything from it or like i don't want them to feel um like their efforts aren't worth anything so we honestly we don't try and push people it might be something that we need to look into when we next go through our quarterly stats um, as to um, whether we can advertise it in a sensitive way. Yeah. yeah, and I think that we have to always look at what's best for our business and our clients. So of course, business-wise, we want as many people on reoccurring monthly as possible because that helps us revenue-wise um, to be able to make changes and move into bigger facilities and multiple locations and the whole nine. Um, but we don't want to put people in a situation where we're not really giving them the choice. Um, and so it's really looking at what's going to be best for us and the clients. Um, so final kind of juicy loaded question that I have for you here, Kat, is if I were to hand you a magic wand and I said, okay, all your dreams and goals for Bungie Fit have come true, what would that picture look like for you? I think, honestly, the first thing that I would do would be buy a bigger studio with higher ceilings. Because if anyone's tried Aerial Bungie before, the longer your bungee cord, the more you bounce. Um, and I mean, we get it, we get a good amount of airtime with 12 foot ceilings, but if I could have like four meter ceilings, um, I, I've trained in, um, aerial dance classes, uh, in London before for like theater and, um, the long elastics do make a difference. So my magic one, the first thing I would do would be to buy a brand spanking new studio, but obviously my magic one comes with, um, bills included because trying to heat one of those <laughs> is, an, is an interesting prospect um so yeah it it would be uh it, it would be something i'd have to consider in the future if i was offered like a warehouse like the height would be amazing and it would draw a lot of people in however it might bankrupt me with the current um gas prices trying to heat that thing in the winter yeah. So what do you feel like it's super important for you to focus on right now to make that move to a new facility when the time is right, when the opportunity is there possible? Um, I think we've, we've just got eyes out on the market. So um, it took us two years to find our current location. So we've been in this studio since 2018. Um, but it did take us two years to find it. I mean, space is very few and far between, as I'm sure it is in a lot of cities around the world. Um, so I think it's just being aware and not getting too comfortable, especially on months where, you, you know, the profits are good, not just sitting back and going, okay, well, I don't have to do anything anymore. I think we're always looking uh, for things to make us bigger, better, um, more profitable for us, but also a better facility for, for our customers too. Absolutely. Um, and so it sounds like you're super customer focused. And I think that that will lead you to where you want to go with this business. So I appreciate you sharing your insight with us today, Kat. What is the Instagram page for your business? Where can our listeners go to find you online? Uh, so we are Bungie Fit UK. Um, and also uh, on Facebook, we are Bungie Fit. So do look us up. Um, we'd love to have you. <laughs> Excellent. Thank you so much for being here today. Once again, thanks for sharing your insight. Listeners, thanks for tuning in. Don't forget, if you want to stay notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. 
And if you want to join us for an episode here at the Gym Lords podcast, fill out the link in the description and we will be in touch with you soon. As always, until next time, Gym Lords out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Alex Beck, and joining us on the show is Drew Gonzalez from CrossFit 1510 out of Waco, Texas. What's going on, Drew? Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Alex. Thank you for having me, man. It's, a, it's an honor, and happy we were able to make this happen. Yes, sir. Of course. Excited to have you on. You've been in the game for you know four years now, so I'm excited to talk to you a little bit, pick your brain on you know, the fitness industry and your business in general. Um, yes, sir. But yeah, let's not waste any time here. How did you get started? What is it that made you want to start with opening your own CrossFit facility four years ago? Yeah, I, uh, well, I started doing CrossFit in 2013 and immediately fell in love with it. And um, the idea kind of had always been there, you know, even from the jump about starting a gym, uh, you know, back in even 13, but it was just a dream at the end of the day. Um, and then finally I, uh, the opportunity presented itself, you know, financially, uh, that my wife and I decided like, Hey, maybe we should do this. And at, at the end of the day, like, I mean, every, I think every gym has like their niche and every, everybody just does their own thing, you know, their own gym, obviously their own way. But one thing specifically about us that we, we really, really wanted to focus on is you're going to get, and this is what I tell everybody is like, you're going to get a great workout here. We're always going to make sure that you like feel like you've worked out. Um, But the most important thing to us is is loving Jesus and loving people. That's like what we're about. And so um, hence the name 1510, uh, which uh, comes from first Corinthians 1510. But anyways, though, the opportunity presented itself. We wanted to do things a very specific way around there uh, with regard to like how we, you know, just invite people in, how we like welcome everybody in, how, how we just kind of foster the community aspect of the gym. Um, and so uh, we, we wanted to run with that. We have the opportunity to, and uh, yeah, I mean, the rest has kind of been history, but it's, it's been a fun ride so far for sure. Cool. Cool. So first Corinthians fifteen ten. you told me the verse before we got into the um the podcast here do you have it memorized do you want to say it do you mind saying I, I i i can yeah so it's but by the grace of god i am what i am uh, and his grace to me was not in vain but i worked harder than everyone basically and so we uh the the, the crux of the verse that we use for for the um gym is but by the grace of god i am what i am and essentially kind of how i explained a little bit earlier everybody has a past man everybody has a history everybody's done things they're probably not proud of everybody's done things that they are proud of but when you come here whatever baggage you have like you're here by the grace of god and uh, we want to always see you through the lens of of what of see you the, the way that he sees you um and we want to place that high value on you so that you understand like how how valuable you are to him how valuable you are to us not even just with regard to membership or anything like that. And that's another thing that I tell everybody. It's like, at the end of the day, where you work out is not a big deal to us, man. If you need to, if you need to move, if you, if you don't even like our gym, it's all good. Like we want you to know, number one, that like you're loved by him, Jesus, and that you're loved by us no matter what happens. And so, uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. But that's again, a big, big thing for us. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. So did you always, um, start off training in, in a CrossFit facility beside before you decided to open up your CrossFit business or was it just a whim like hey um, CrossFit seems like a business model that I want to start <laughs> no man so uh, 
I didn't always train in CrossFit. I was, uh, I played, you know, in high school, you play everything, you know, football, basketball, baseball, you run track, whatever, or even if you don't, you know, you just, in high school, you're gonna try stuff out. So I played basketball and everything. Um, I ended up going to college and playing basketball uh, in Waxahachie, Texas. It's like a no-name place, but uh, the city's really, really small. It's grown anyways, but it, uh, I played basketball there, worked out in like traditional gyms, you know, Gold's Gym, even the gym at the uh, at this at the uh, the school that I was at was just you know kind of traditional stuff. Um, and then after I graduated college, a buddy invited me to uh, go do CrossFit, and I uh, immediately fell in love with it. Just every aspect of it. I mean, I, my first workout was Fran, and I just tore my hands up. Uh, but at the end of the day, again, like I just loved it. I had so much fun with it. And so uh, I realized then pretty quickly that I didn't really want to train any other way. Like. I don't know. It's like, once you get bitten by it, it's like, you know, gold's gym again, not knocking any of them. They have great business models, great facilities, you know, crunch fitness, same thing, but something about the, the CrossFit, uh, you know, aura just kind of lured me in and, and I was, I was sold like after just one time. There you go. And, yes, and so, so for your CrossFit, CrossFit 1510 specifically, I would love for you to give your, maybe your own type of elevator pitch of, you know, the services you guys offer, what you guys do. Yeah. So, uh, we're, we're a smaller establishment, you know, we're growing, but at the end of the day, like we focus heavily on like group training, group classes. Um, you know, there are, there are individual, um, services, I guess that you could say that we offer with regard to like maybe what your goals are. And and we want to be really goal oriented, like with each person, like, you know, Hey, what do you want to, what do you want out of this gym? What do you want from us that we can help you what goal can we help you attain? What goal can we help you reach? Um, there's that aspect of it. Um, but again, for the most part, it's, it's the group training. Um, uh, we're heavy on community. Like I mentioned a little bit earlier, you're going to meet some of the nicest people that you've ever met there. Um, and at the same time, like you're all, we're all shooting for one goal, um, which is to, you know, again, to love Jesus, love people, but like, just be a better, stronger community, you know, and like find unity uh, through fitness uh, with this whole, in this world, with everything that's going on. So we, uh, we, we take pride, I guess, a little bit in, in the ability to just create and foster this community of people that like, that love each other, that we're like here to support each other through the ups and the downs. Um, and those are, those are really like the main things that we focus on. Our facility is not huge by any means, and we don't really have a whole, whole lot to offer yet. Um, but hopefully, you know, in the future that, that would change obviously. And so, yeah, we, we, ha we focus heavily on the group training and, um, uh, and the community aspect of it all. Cool. Cool. And how many members are you currently sitting at right now? We're about 130 right now. Um, which is a blessing in and of itself, you know, just coming out of COVID everybody, you know, you hear stories about gyms closing down, even gyms that, had, you know, longer tenure than us. But, uh, at, at the end of the day, God's been faithful through it all. And, and, you know, we we're happy to have every single person that we have and, uh, you know, yeah, just grateful really just to continue to see growth even in uncertain times, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm happy for you. I'm happy through like, I know you have a lot of other things going on too, too so that you, you know, are seeing this trend of growth and have an idea of where you want to take the business in the future. Um, yes, and, and so you are sitting at 135 members. I do always like to ask, is that a number that you guys want to stop at? Or are you trying to hit the gas right now and see some new faces? You know, I don't think we ever, uh, I never want to get complacent. And, I, you know, you always want to grow. Um, and I just believe I'm a yes man. I have like a yes mentality. So we, we just want to continue to grow. I don't think that 130 was even on our radar when we first started, man, which right. it was it was me, my wife, and then like two buddies, shout out James Erger, Fred Ellis, <laughs> but, uh, and, uh, my boy Corey's a volleyball uh, but anyways, though, like they, they kind of rode with us and, um, started out in this really, really, really tiny shed, but they were with me, man. And, and so again, 130 was never even on the radar. It was just like, how do we just get to 10? How do we get to 20 All right, or 30, you know, and so on and so forth. But, uh, you know, all that being said, always want to continue to grow, always want to reach more people, um, and, and, you know, CrossFit has allowed us to do that. And yeah. again, like word of mouth has been super helpful for us. So, yeah. And how big's the the team now, as far as other coaches that you have, other trainers? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have, I think we've got, I think we got about five coaches right now, plus myself. Um, so we got six of us and, uh, we're just on a, a couple of them are firefighters. So their schedule changes quite often. 
Uh, so we just plug them in when they can. I never want to overwork anybody. And I always, I never want the gym, whether you're a member uh, or a coach to be any kind of burden. So uh, I, I work heavily on like what their schedule is and, you know, Hey, when are you available? Does this work for you? Does this work? Family is big. Like, are you getting enough family time, you know, but can you help coach at this point as well? You know, so we've got about six coaches, including myself. My wife helps out every now and then when she can. Uh, and yeah, we're just grinding, man. You know, uh, it's everybody pulls their weight and we get a lot, a lot of help from members, you know, just helping to keep the gym clean. You know, what can we help you do? So we're grateful, very, very grateful for all the help that we have, the coaches and members. Yeah. And, and I know you're about to, you know, you just bought a commercial space as well that you're going to upgrade and get a bigger, you know, build yes. a bigger facility on that space. Mm -hmm. Is there any boxes that you need to check before you get to that point, right? Because some, even though you do own the space, you know, there is going to be new expenses, rent could go up or down, not sure what it looks like for you. Um, but is there anything, anything important that you need to check off any goals that you need to reach before moving to that bigger space? I mean, the biggest hurdle for us was the, <laughs> we love our city. I love Waco, like Waco born and bred, but um, I, the biggest, you know, kind of box that we needed to check was, was the city aspect and can we build? And so this location that we found was uh, outside the city limits. And so financially we were in a good place to be able to, to get the land, to build, to, you know, make sure that we had everything we needed. Um, and at this point the gym will pay for itself, but we, the biggest thing again, man, was the city, just making sure that like we crossed our T's dotted our I's with the city so that we wouldn't have any more hurdles or unexpected delays that might uh, hinder us from, from building the gym that hopefully we're able to provide uh, for every one of our members and future members. But yeah. And, and is the, the new spot, how far is it going to be from your current location? Uh, to the T to, to like the one pinpoint to another 1.7 miles. And really it's only about three minutes if you get one green light <laughs> so yeah it's not too far of a trek at all um and it's it's a lot it, it's just there's so much more room where we're going to be at it's about 12 acres so we have a lot of room to like you know yeah build a gym but i mean we might throw some trails back there we might go mayhem style and put a, like a pond back there you know uh but there's a there's a lot of dreams that we have it's just you know trying to like you know hey what do we need to focus on right now which is right. you know getting it built first so yeah we'll, we'll get there eventually yeah, there's always busy work to be done. The, the big thing is being like tactical with your time, right? And, and really yeah, working yes, on things that are going to move yes, the needle forward for you. Um, no, but I like that. Congrats, too. That, that's yes, exciting. sir. Thank you. Yeah, yes, so, so I know you do want to see some type of growth at some point, continue, you know, pushing the membership a little bit. What type of things do you actively do right now to aid that growth process? You know, I'm not, I'm not the smartest marketer by any means. Um, and I've had a lot, a lot of help from folks at the gym with regard to marketing. Um, when we started, it was, it was just word of mouth, you know, word of mouth and Instagram, Facebook. Um, and you just try to plug yourself into the community and get involved wherever you can. So uh, as far as, you know, kind of marketing ourselves to more and more people, we heavily, heavily rely on word of mouth and just like creating a good reputation for ourselves as a gym. And as people in general, uh, that would make you want to come be a part of it, if you will. You know, um, I think our members would speak for themselves that we're just a different kind of community in a good way. And that like we just <laughs> we have one goal, man. It's, it's literally to love Jesus and to love people. And like we want everyone to feel welcome. And so regardless of where you're at within your fitness uh, journey, whether you're just starting or you've been there a little while, like we're going to make sure that like we have something there for you at the end of the day. And, uh, but again, like I alluded to at the very beginning of the question, um, I get a lot of help from members with, uh, with social media and that plays such a big part right now, whether it's Instagram or Facebook, I got a buddy that, that my buddy, Mitch, man, shout out to him helps me out so, so much with like <laughs> almost how to stay relevant. Cause I'm, I'm getting older by the day. And like, I stopped being cool so long ago, but he's still cool. And like the younger kids that come to the gym are like way cooler than me. And, and they, they give me like a really, really, they give me really good advice with stuff. Um, and so that's really, really helpful outside of that. We don't just do a ton of marketing, you know, no commercials or, or billboards or any of that stuff. Uh, but you know, again, word of mouth, social media, we do what we can and, and just, trust that things uh, will work out for us for sure.
Yeah, cool. And, and so you do a lot of word of mouth, a lot of organic outreach, and you're on year four. Have you ever dove into like any type of digital or paid advertising, like Facebook ads, Instagram ads? I thought about it for a really long time. Uh, and I, I mean, I even prayed about it, but I just didn't feel like it was, it was for us at the time. Uh, not saying that it wouldn't, not saying that it, it wouldn't have worked. It probably would have worked, but I, uh, I just didn't feel like it was for us at the time. And even now, like, I just, I like where we're at with everything. You, you know, you use the word organic. It is very organic. You know, you might meet somebody, they see a shirt, whatever it might be. And they, they end up wanting to come or they just kind of scroll on Instagram and we don't pay for any ads or anything on Instagram or Facebook. It's just, it's again, very organic and just, you know, we, we just kind of go with that for right now. If it ever got to the point where I felt like I needed to, then I'm sure I would, but I think I like where we're at. We did it without it at first. And so I think we'll continue with it, but you know, going forward, you know, if, uh, if costs go up, maybe it's something that we look into, you know? Right. I mean, there's so many tools now, especially with social media and the internet. I mean, things change by the year here. Yeah. We're, two, three years ago doesn't necessarily work now. Yeah, um, right. Right. But but it is useful to try these different things to at least see what works for you. So you could double yeah. down on the things yeah. that do work. Uh, what's kind of stopped you from from at least trying to go in towards that sector of trying any type of paid advertising? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I mean, I I want to say there's just a level of comfort that I didn't have with uh, with paid advertising. Um, and I, I'm, I might be silly to whoever is listening to this, but like, I literally pray about just about everything. And I just never felt peace about paid advertising, unfortunately. And that's, that's sort of a check for me and a check in my system. Um, because I, I want to always make sure that, uh, I want to always feel peace about what it is that I'm doing. I might be nervous or I might, you know, be uncertain, but at the end of the day, like my peace, you know, it, it needs to be there in order for me to like go forward and do something. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I guess I just never had really felt a whole lot of peace, but it, it really, really crossed my mind because there were moments, you know, when we first started where it's like, you know, we're, we're, we're saying that, you know, come be a part of this community. And then I show up to coach a class and literally no one's there, you know? And so, so it's like, all right, well, what are we doing? How do I really get more members? And so in that moment, you know, like a couple of years back, maybe that would have been like an easy way out or a better option, which unfortunately I didn't take at the time. But looking back, you know, everything worked out how it's supposed to for us for right now. And, and yeah. we're in a good place. And again, I'm not shutting it down. I think in the future that might be something that we do if if it presents itself. Um, but, you know, we just I guess like, again, the the lack of peace that I felt with making the decision to go forward and like pay for advertising, et cetera. Yeah, no, you should trust your gut. And I think as a business owner, um, it's always important to want to see like a return on investment too, and have that very, very clear true. in your head. You know, right. like what's the return going to be? Am I going to be putting $500 a, a week in ads here? And am I going to get that money back by the end right. of the month? Um, right. And no, no, but I, but I think it is like a good thing to keep in your back burner, a good tool to possibly use. Cause that is the hard part about word of mouth, right? Um, yeah. It is hard to scale. Although you could say last month you're able to get five to 10 new members through word of mouth, you can't look at the next six months here and be like, okay, that means the same rate of growth will continue over right. these next six months. Um, right. But yeah, so so what does your, your process look like for when you do get a lead, right? Let's say it is myself. Maybe I see you on Instagram, on Facebook, or hear about you from a friend or family member. Um, what's your process to you know get me into your facility and turn me into a paid member? Well, we, uh, we want to reach out to you and just follow up is the main thing. And we're real, we're humble people, man. So we just, you know, just kind of reach out to you, make sure that you know, like, hey, we appreciated you coming. So glad that you chose to come and take time out of your day to spend with us. Uh, and then just continue to follow up. You know, we don't want to pester you anything like that. Um, and we realize that, yeah, you need members at the end of the day, but that's just not our focus. Like, we believe that that we'll, we'll have exactly what we need all the time. And so, uh, so yeah, follow-up is key. And then we offer, um, kind of like a trial period, basically, you know, almost like a test drive for a car. You get a couple free, free classes, you know, come to any class that you want to try it out and, and, you know, see how it works for you. Are you really interested in it? Is this going to work with your schedule? Does it work with your family? Does it work financially? And then, you know, just kind of go from there and just and making sure that we, we keep contact with you, um, to ensure that we sort of exhaust every effort to, to try to make you a member if possible. Yeah. Um, but we want to make sure that we do everything on our end to, to give you the opportunity to become a member if that is something that you want to do. 
Cool, cool. So for you, it's kind of, hey, let's get them into the door, figure out why they're here, what's their goal, um, yeah. where they want to take this thing, and then yeah. kind of from there, try and turn them into a member. Do you do, I know a lot of CrossFit facilities do like a paid on-ramp class or a couple paid on-ramp classes. Do you do that yourself? No, we don't. We, uh, we have sort of like an on-ramp type program. And again, whenever we get out of this location where we're at, we'll, we'll explore that possibility a little bit more. But um, I got a guy, Drew Vincic, shout out to my guy, Drew, man. He's a, he's amazing with like, he's, a, he's probably one of the best coaches that I've ever been around. And I tell all of them this, they're way better coaches than me, Drew Vincic, especially. Um, but he's really, really good with, with new people with like, that maybe I've had no experience with CrossFit or a lot of experience with CrossFit. Um, but he's really, really great with that. And I'd love to see him kind of take that over whenever we get into this new facility. But one of the challenges that we have at this current location is the fact that like we're in such a small space that it's hard to to do a lot more than we are already doing right um and so uh it's like if you have five new people doing personal training sessions like that takes up the whole but that that would be near near impossible man so yeah we we try to like again we we focus heavily on the group classes almost because like we're not forced into it but at the end of the day like we have to maximize number one, the time that we have and the space that we have. So to do anything like extra would just, you know, require a little more, a little more time, which, you know, we all still have jobs. We all still have families that, you know, we can't, uh, we can't, you know, forsake for the sake of the gym. So uh, anyways, but to the answer to the original question, don't really do a paid on-ramp thing or anything like that. That trial period is what you have. And then if you decide to become a member, we'll sign you up, but we don't do any kind of contracts either. So it's just month to month. And we understand life happens, so we don't, uh, you know, it's all good, you know, if you need to cancel or whatever, you know. Yeah. And, and so do you mentioned this as well. Do you have another job as well? Most of you in the community? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes, sir. We, well, uh, go ahead. No, I always like to ask, at least just kind of pick at the subject. Is it within your goal to eventually go full-time gym owner and step away from the full-time job? What's that look like to you? You know, honestly, where I'm at, I don't, I don't. And I don't need to probably shouldn't even say this on here, but like, I don't even pay myself from the gym. Like my real job is where all the, like my, my real job is how I pay the bills. And then, uh, you know, the gym, I just try to reinvest it, you know? Um, and so I work, uh, we do, um, fiber optic cable, uh, for like, uh, telecommunication companies. And so, uh, I oversee the business side of that that company. And, and again, that's where like the source of my income comes from for the most part. At the end of the day, I, I don't know that I would leave because it's a family. The, the company started by my brother-in-law and his brother. And it's a family company. Like I get yeah. to work with one of my sisters. Um, I get to see my nieces and nephews, you know, pretty often. And, uh, and so I don't know that I would ever leave that, but it's, uh, it's given me the flexibility to be able to do what I really love to do, which is like, which is CrossFit and to like, just be around people. And that's something that I learned from a good, good buddy of mine, uh, Brent Patrick. I consider him like a really as close to a mentor as I've ever had. And, you know, he told me that, uh, you know, you don't necessarily need to do what you love, but you want to do something that allows you to do what you love. And so this has given me that opportunity. So I don't, you know, and is it busy? Is it, are there long days? Sure. But it is what it is at the end of the day, man, everybody's busy. We all got to grind. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I like that quote too. Um, and, and so for you, it's less of trying to go full-time gym, gym owner. Maybe it's more of, um, you know, getting this thing automated, having it kind of flow like a well-oiled machine here, maybe cash flow some more money for you as a business owner. Yes, I, I would. I highly agree with that. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know that I'd leave the job that I'm at, but I'd love to like take even more of a step back from the gym, still oversee it, still sort of manage it, ensure that it's running the way that we designed and really wanted it to run, which is always Christ centered and then go from there. And then, uh, but yeah, take a step back from it, you know, and ultimately have more coaches and, and offer more. And I think with this new facility, we'll be able to do that. I think the new facility by itself will draw people in and um, we'll be able to, again, have more coaches. And that'll mean less coaching for me, less coaching for my wife. And, uh, you know, just ultimately, like, like you said, keep it running like a well-oiled machine and yeah. just kind of over really kind of macro stuff there. Right. To kind of be working on the business and not necessarily inside the business, right? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Agreed. And uh, the more things that we can offer, the, the better, you know, uh, the better chance that I have to, to reach that, you know, um, that sort of like role within the, the business. 
And what would you say is like the the biggest bottleneck that's you know stopping you from getting to that point of maybe being more of an overseeing position and working on the business from the outside instead of having to be there day to day for the training for the sales? What's like yeah. the biggest bottleneck for that? I would say, you know, we just we probably need a few more coaches at the end of the day. Uh, I, I can't even explain to you like just how busy everybody is. And I, I hear it, you know, like I said, we got firefighters, they're two days on, you know, like full 48 hour shifts, man. And so like, that's, that's really, really hard to ask somebody to like even coach, you know, multiple classes, you know, the day after they get off of a 48 hour shift and, you know, they need time off. And so, and we've got nurses and, and like, you know, just professionals everywhere all around. And so like, I think that we need a few more coaches that, that would help out because again, I never, and I can't stress this. I never want the gym to be any type of burden for member right. or coach. And I want, I want you to always enjoy coaching. I want you to, as a coach, I want you to enjoy coaching. I want you to look forward to the opportunity to coach people, to help people, to impact people's lives. Um, and I think that I, I try to err on the side of like caution there because I never want anyone to get burned out or feel like, oh man, this is, I got to go coach again. You know, it's the last yeah. thing you want, you know, uh, life happens and you know, you got to leave your leave life at leave work at home or leave work at work excuse me and so when you step in there you regardless of what's going on you know you want to be able to like give your best to the people that are like paying to come to the gym um and so yeah i think a, a good way for us to make sure that we do that is to, is to ensure a good work-life balance got to take care of your coaches and then in turn they will help take care of your people yeah so so easy to get burnt out in the fitness industry too you're talking to so many people i yes. mean trainers in a lot of ways get uh almost turn into into what therapists sometimes so so it is a sure. lot to deal with um but yeah so last question as we wrap up here drew i always like sure. to ask at least for your idea of what the mm -hmm. perfect business would be if you had like a magic wand right and you could tap your business have it be in the exact position that you want it what would that really look like to you uh i think you know we'd probably have a few more members uh a few more coaches, of course, um, we'd have this gym built already. I can tell you that much. And, you know, I mentioned it a little bit ago, but you know, some kind of, some kind of, you know, pool, you know, pond, lake, something like that out there, you know what I mean? Where people can come and hang out and relax. Uh, but the most important thing is the community aspect, man. I think that again, like I said, I'm so, so, so sorry for like just beating this, you know, and saying it over and over, but we want to love Jesus and we want to love people. And I think that the, the biggest key for us is like building a really, really strong community. Cause at the end of the day, yeah, we're this gym, but like, if we're, if we're saying we're going to love Jesus and love people, but we're not really doing that in the community, then we're missing out on everything. And the gym yeah. doesn't really amount to anything, you know? And so I want to make sure that we always, always like are putting people first and we take time to like love people to help people and like really live life with them you know um that's big to me last last september i lost my sister in a car accident and i got some of the biggest just like you know support you know prayer um everything from people at the gym and i i, I love that i love that we we're able to like be in throes of life with people at the gym and and i don't want it to just be for me i want it to be for everybody so if i can make it look like anything i would just make it look like a bunch of people loving a lot of other people who just so happen to like to work out together you know and so yeah i don't know if that answers it but that's kind of where my heart's at for it yeah no no i could tell i mean i could feel like the passion that you have for not only your gym your business but for the people you're serving as well changing oh, people's man. lives building the community so that's always really awesome to see. Um, and Drew, I know you're on year four now. I like to ask this question as well. Yeah. If you could look back and speak to yourself maybe four or five years ago, what's a piece of advice you'd give yourself when it, when it comes to, you know, owning your business? Uh, I think I had an idea of the grind, like the work, like that goes into it, but I don't know that I actually knew and so I would have, uh, I would have said, Hey, taper your expectations, you know, get ready for some, get really, really ready for some hard work. Um, but you know, keep trusting God, keep, keep, keep doing what you need to do, do it the right way. And, uh, and yeah, it, it, it all works out, but, you know, definitely kind of set a better expectation for myself with regards to like, what all is what all goes into like running a business not just a gym but business in general but specifically yeah. ours 
uh, yeah, definitely try to help set realistic expectations there for sure. For sure, for sure. And I appreciate you once again, Drew. I think that's a perfect place to start to wrap things up on this episode here. But before we do head out of here, please give a shout out to your website, Instagram, Facebook, anything, just so yeah. that we can find some more info on you and your gym. Absolutely. So uh, our gym is CrossFit 1510 right here. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, CrossFit 1510. We, uh, we're on Facebook, CrossFit 1510, CrossFit1510.com. I mean, I think we're the only CrossFit 1510 that there is. And uh, if I could leave you with anything, man, just know that you are loved. God loves you. We love you. If you're ever in Waco, you're more than welcome to come by. Any and everybody, bring everybody, man. We're always down to have a good time. Yes, sir. I appreciate you. Make sure you check them out, you guys. Drew Gonzalez from CrossFit 1510 out of Waco, Texas. I appreciate you once again. And, and as for the listeners here, don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you are interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you so much for listening. If you found this content valuable, here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free. One, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, Tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.